0: What's up you guys? Welcome back to the vlog channel. I wanted to sit down with you guys. The sun is setting quite soon so I figured we would have a little bit of a cocktail hour and just have like a very, very real conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what this channel really is. It's just very vloggish and very chill. Okay, that seemed to work better. So I've got a little bit of rum punch. I've got some stuff that I want to talk to you guys about. I often get asked about time management and goal setting. I talked about it a little bit this morning on my stories and I wanted to dive into this more for you guys, especially if you're a business owner, if you're a coach on my team, this is literally acting as our team call right now. So every now and again, I will do our Thursday live team call on this channel for my team. And also just to give you guys a little bit of a behind the scenes of the conversations that we have on the team. and what i dive in deeper to with them and we have like a live chat going during the call and i answer questions and then what happens is we go into our team hub at the end of this and we go through everything and dissect everything and help them get further in their business and achieve their goals so that's really the purpose of this we call it like a live team up or hangout so i will leave all the descriptions and all the information for what we do as coaches and what our job is but we are self-employed i'm a business owner I work for myself. My husband has quit his job as of a couple of years ago. And that's always how, that's another question that I get is, you know, how are you always out and about and doing stuff and traveling and are you running a business? Yes. So I want to talk to you guys about that. Like how do you not check out? And that's one of the biggest things I would say, like when you're, when you have a goal, And a dream that you're trying to achieve let's say you've got a little side hustle going on where while you're working full-time and that was true for me and that was true for my husband like we were working full-time we had tasks that had to happen in real life and we had dreams on the side that were bigger than ourselves that we wanted to accomplish but how do you set aside that time like you work all day and night and you're exhausted and you have life going on and then you're supposed to start a side hustle And that was something that I was reading today in this book. So I'm going to talk to you guys a lot about about this because literally I can't think of a better time management book to help you guys with other than the 12 week year. It encompasses everything that I agree with. Sense of urgency is the biggest thing. If you don't have a sense of urgency on your goals, you're going to give yourself all freaking year. If not worse five years to make that happen, then what, what always happens is you get to the end of the year, and if this just happened to you with the 2019 ending, and you got to the end of the year and you went, oh my gosh, I'm literally exactly where I was at the beginning of the year. Like, I, what did I do this year? And that used to be me. I would literally sit there and be like, what did I do this year? I don't even know. And that is the worst feeling in the world. It's because you're allowing yourself so much lag time to get after the shit that you want to do. So, PS, uh, earmuffs for the little ones because things get real on our team. So I read a quote today in this book and I actually wanna find it for you guys. All right, so what I'll do is I'll just read like the first section of chapter one to give you guys an idea of the tone of this book and why I'm so obsessed with it. And I'm gonna dive into like how I'm using it, how I'm doing it, but can I just be super real for a second? I am not sitting here telling you, go on Amazon and order this book and it's going to change your life because that's what I see time and time again. I will talk about a planner that I'm using or a book that I'm using. And I think that as humans, we're almost wired, especially if I can pick on our generation for a second, that we love a good planner and we're like, that's going to change my life. And then it just sits on your desk and collects dust. I am not sitting here as your friend telling you to buy a book for it to collect dust. At the very least, I would rather you just listen to this training and get something out of it and never buy the book and actually implement what I'm going to tell you, because I'm just going to give you the Coles notes of it. Anyways, it's never, I never want it to be perceived that that is your ticket to success. Whenever I talk about a tool that I'm using, I share it because I agree with the philosophies in it, but I'm never sitting here saying that's going to be your ticket to success. Your ticket to success will always be implementing execution will trump all other skill on the planet. You can try and learn things and plan out things, but if you execute, you will always win. So on that note, chapter one is called becoming a visionary. The 12 week year journey begins with the first of five disciplines vision. Your compelling vision provides the focus direction and energy needed for you to achieve extraordinary results. The best visions stretch you. They require your best work. Your same old, same old, just won't do if you strive to become great at anything. You will have to stretch yourself and when you stretch, you encounter resistance. Your old habits, thoughts and systems will all push back at you. Most change fails because the price required is too high. The ultimate price of change, your comfort. That's why your vision is so important. If it's your emotional and intellectual why, it is the reason why you're willing to pay the price of change. If you have a vision that you are unwilling to abandon in the face of discomfort, you will become what you are capable of becoming. So it keeps going, but I hope that that can hit home with you. There is so many things sitting in front of you right now that you're hoping and you're wishing and you're wanting to do. And there's actually a section on the next page that I love that I actually sat there and was like, wow, I've never thought of that. So it's your dreams, hopes, and desires. Have, do, be. What do you wanna have? What do you wanna do? What do you wanna be? It's, that's kind of intense, right? So everything that will ever push back on those three columns is your comfort level. That's why you're not achieving things because it's hard to grow. It's hard to grow a business. It's hard to put yourself out of that comfort level. And I will be very, very real with you guys for a second. Whenever I see in this business, people come in and they're growing and they're changing, and it's amazing what comes of them, like how much their confidence can shift. And I saw it in myself. I was the shyest little ham whenever I first got started in this business. I had no idea what I was doing. I felt very lost. I felt very overwhelmed. I felt very unsure of myself. I felt very um, comparative to the people that were crushing it. And I just wasn't sure. I was just, so, that's how I would describe it. I was so not confident with my own ability to do this. And I really didn't know and doing a video or posting something and just ha- using my voice was so difficult for me. And now you guys might look at me now and think, well, yeah, right. Seven years ago, it's, it'll be seven years this year that I've been doing this. So that's my other thing is when someone asks me, you know, are you still doing your coaching business? Yeah. Are, are you doing YouTube? That's, that's honestly as crazy of a question as asking someone, are you leaving your business to post on Instagram? No, no. And I've talked about this in, in the goal video that I talked about at the beginning of the year. I did like a goal setting, it's on this channel. I actually shared like the income that I have, the legit, re- if you wanna hear it, the real income that I have from YouTube in terms of like ad money and whatever I make off of that, which is like not that much considering that I have almost 200,000 followers on YouTube. That's how much money I make, it's on there and then how much I make as a coach. I would never leave what I've, what I've built seven years. And can I just be honest, also so much more rewarding. I get to work with some of my best friends. I'm going to Turks and Caicos next month with my best friends in this business because we crushed our goals and Andre and I want to celebrate with our top coaches. Like there's, I would never do that with another business. So all of that to say, it's not easy, it's not easy when you first start and you're growing and you're expanding, but you see it in people when they first start their business and you're like, they're changing, but like in the best way. And people that knew me seven years ago that know me now are like, you're so different. Like even, even little things that I think about, like quirks that I had, um, I would get into a room and if the focus was on me seven years ago, I would turn all red. I used to get like hives and I would turn all red. I like the, the, they just had to say my name and if the focus was on me, I would turn all red now Looking back like over the past seven years I've spoken on stages in front of 30,000 people and barely even flinched like that is that is Insane growth and that's on another level, but I share that with you to show you that it's possible Anything's possible now. Was it easy? No was it uncomfortable? Yes and that's where I think when we hit that barrier of like the lack of comfort that we pull back But that's the thing that you should almost be embracing is like, if this is hard and this sucks and this, this doesn't feel very good. Like I'm exhausted or I'm tired or I feel like I don't have a life or like, I'm just, I'm going at this and I'm going at this and I, I don't know anymore. That's when you should think it's working because, and I'll blow your mind for a second. It's when most people will turn back. If you're the person that's willing to not turn back, and you you've got it. And that's how you have to see it. That's how I've always seen it is, you know, when I look at a list of a hundred people that aren't achieving something, if I can be on that list and I'm the one doing it, yes. It doesn't mean that's impossible. It means if I'm the one that doesn't face some form of uncomfort and turn back, then I've got this. And that's, what's going to make you successful because you're willing to put up with that small dose of lack of comfort for a life of just everything that you want because most people aren't willing to do the uncomfortable. So I wanna take you guys through an exercise that Andre and I did. Um, we, as new, new, new coaches, we had set a goal to go to Tony Robbins. And I don't know if you know who he is, amazing author. I was actually, like, funny story, I was actually raised by super duper parents that were very positive and my dad used to pick me up when I was in like grade one, like elementary school, and he would listen to Tony Robbins cassette tapes in his car, in his Lumina, whenever we would drive home. And he would always ask me, Whenever I, I was like a very dramatic little kid, and <laughs> I think all little girls kind of are, and I would always tell him about all the girls, If would be like, this girl said this to me, and this, and he would stop me and go, Angie, what are three good things that happened today? And I would do every single day, we'd go through the three great things that happened. So between that and Tony Robbins, I think there was a lot that my parents shaped for me, but I had always had a goal to just see him in person. I just... I wanted to experience what this whole thing was. And it wasn't that we drank the Kool-Aid. I hate when people say that, you know, you drank the Kool-Aid. Well, if someone that's, you know, made seven figures in their business and the beginning of that was going to see a person talk on stage with maybe a bunch of ho-hum, but that ho-hum was a pinnacle part, The, pin- the literally the beginning of us, the catalyst of the business booming. So I always listen to that when someone that has been successful says, well, I did. There was this that happened and this that happened. This that happened. I will do those things. And that's what I saw. I had, I had heard about it from a bunch of successful people and we went and we went in with, he, he explained it at the beginning of the seminar. He said, if you go in this with an open mind and you play full out, that's how he explained it. He said, play full out. And that's how I would tell you to live your life, do that in business. Like He, he used the example of a little kid. When a little kid sees a puddle, they jump right in it. When an adult sees a puddle, they walk around it play full out, have fun, do things, go go all in. If you're gonna film a video for your business, if you're gonna post something, do it full ass, stop half assing stuff. And so I went in with an open mind and full intent to play full out. And we did this exercise one day. So it was a four day live event. And one of the days we, we talked a lot about pain versus pleasure. And we talked about fears and exactly like this concept of comfort what was holding us back, like what was the one thing that you were doing, like one major thing that you could think of off the top of your head that was maybe the thing that you kept repeating to yourself that was the reason why you weren't seeing success in that area of life. So let's say it's your business, let's say it's the big dreams that you're working towards and you're, let's say you're hitting some level of discomfort and you're like, "Ugh!" and it's that story, like what's the story that you keep repeating to yourself that you're not? good enough or you're not confident enough or you're not strong enough or you're not fit enough or you're not as good as such and such or such and such doesn't believe in you or your parents think that this is crazy or your spouse thinks that this is crazy or you just don't think you can do it or you weren't educated to do it like what is the small it could be really small what is a small narrative that's playing in your mind right now that you just can't let go of that you're like I don't know maybe it's that you don't believe in the business maybe it's that you think you're a bit doubtful about and you're like I don't know what is it what are you doubtful about? What do you think is the reason why you have not achieved the success that you should have achieved by now? Where, where is your sticking point? And I'm asking you this honestly, and you can share it if you want to be honest and share it down below. Is it from other people's doubts that hold you back? That, that was true for me a little bit. I was scared of judgment. I was definitely, out had a fear of judgment. Um, I had a major fear of failure because of the fear of judgment. Cause what if I failed and then I had to explain to the people that were judgmental? like what happened and why I failed and I didn't want to have I was very entrepreneurial at at a young age so was Andre and we always had and we've been dating since I'm 15 so more than half my life so when we were kids we would always have ideas we were always running businesses and I didn't want this business that I'm doing now that I've now been in for seven years because I had tried and I failed and I tried and I failed and I tried and i like it was all just stuff that I dabbled in. I was so freaking sick of dabbling there was nothing wrong with those businesses and I still, you know, engage in some of them today. Like we had a fashion business, we still have it. Nothing happened to it. I just print T-shirts through the avenue of my team, and I print T-shirts through the avenue of social media, and I do it that way. And will I eventually launch an entire merch collection? Yes. And it's kind of crazy how things come around. But I never let it go. It just grew into something else. So I was tired of being that person that like try and let go and try and let go. So I had a major fear of failure because I, I kept the narrative that I had in my head was what's Angie doing now. And that's, I was really scared of that. I was really scared of if I talked to friends and family about my business to support me, that they would say, oh my God, what, what has Angie gotten herself into now? And that was a huge thing that held me back. So I thought, I thought about that. And I wrote that down as one of my biggest limiting beliefs that, you know, people are going to judge me if I fail. The other thing that blew my mind that I actually realized is I had not only a fear of judgment and a fear of failure, I had a major fear of success because I was so scared that what if if this did take off? Because I knew, the crazy thing is, I knew that the business model made sense and I knew that the company was trustworthy. So Beachbody, which is like a billion dollar company that has tons of programs and products out that I loved before I was a coach. So I was already, I had done Insanity and I had, my husband had done P90X. We did Combat and we did, I did Asylum and we did the Ultimate Reset. I'm trying to think to make sure I have all of them. We did a lot. And I did Turbo Fire. So I didn't have any doubts. So I was almost, and I, the other thing is I knew myself, Andre and I are very much, we don't, we don't go halfsies on things. Like we, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. You know, go big or go home is kind of our motto. So we don't really see the point in, you know, trying to do something by dabbling. If you're gonna do it, you're gonna do it as best as you possibly can. And you're gonna give it your all. No point in going halfsies at it. So I knew that and I knew my potential. So I was scared of the success. I was scared of what if I rock this thing and what if it gets bigger than myself? And what if one day I do have to talk on a stage and I was shy as crap back then. So I just thought, what if this does? And then I have a team and like, what, how am I going to do that? So I was not only a fear, I had a fear of judgment, I had a fear of failure and I had a fear of success. These were all narratives that played in my head that were literally holding me back because all discomfort, right? It's a freaking uncomfortable conversation to have if someone's like, so what is it that you're doing? And I really struggled with that. I remember, it's such a strange thing to remember. I remember I was going to a Justin Bieber concert with a bunch of girlfriends and they, a bunch of the girls at the table said, well, what is it that you do, Angie? And my my sweet friend at the time, she like perked up and answered the question for me because I went, uh, well, a." Uh, um, Abba, and she said, you know that program P90X Insanity? Well, she helps people with that. And I was like, that's a great way to explain it. But I was so nervous and unsure of who I was, what I was doing. And I was scared that people were going to be like, oh, you're like a fitness person. Like you're not even that fit. And these were all little narratives that played in my head. So lack of comfort, right? Like it was, it's uncomfortable. It's all uncomfortable. Welcome to the club. That's one thing I want you to know. And, like, I love you, but if you're sitting there being like, it's hard, cool. Switch up the narrative, dude, because it's freaking boring. It's hard for everybody. Everybody has shit in their life. Like, literally, everybody has all different stories. Everybody's busy. Everybody's working towards something that they want to do to change their life. And for you to sit there and be like, but it's really hard for me. Cool. Switch, like, switch it up. And, you know, someone out there that is struggling with something that you are, one day you will be the person that saves them from that by you just sharing how you overcame that struggle. That's always what I think of whenever I'm trying to overcome something that is just so difficult where I'm literally like in tears. and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I always think of, you know, three months from now, six months from now, 10 years from now, someone will be going something through something similar to this and I will be able to tell them how to solve it. Sometimes you need something a bit bigger than yourself to push you through it. So at this event, whenever we were talking about fears and all of that, and all of like fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of success, whatever it might be, it could be fear of, I don't know, it could be fears, fear of your in-laws. It could be anything, pick something. And whatever that narrative is, that's like running through your brain over and over and over again, I want you to think about how much that's held you back to date. Like, what has it costed you? If you're sitting in the same freaking spot that you were this time last year, then it's costed you that growth. So if you can be really, really real with yourself right now, what has it costed you? Has it costed you some happiness? Has it cost you some health? Has it caused you some stress in your life? Has it caused you a bit of friction in your relationships? Has it caused you some lack of confidence in yourself that you're like, you know, if I would have achieved what I set out to achieve last year, I would be where I was supposed to be and I would have been true to my word and I would feel better about myself. I knew that was very true to me. That was, It was playing a toll on, on my own confidence because I knew that my confidence grew when I could check something off a list of like, I freaking did that and I would feel good about it and I knew that growth came from that. So I knew that that was important. And I started thinking about all the things that had cost me to date. Now. If you were to take that and wrap it up and kind of get out a crystal ball and look a year from now, if you were to keep playing down on that narrative of that fear that you have and the reasoning as to why you aren't going as hard as you can towards that goal that you're trying to achieve, whether it be an income goal, a goal to Achieve a certain promotion in your business, or if you're a coach, a certain rank in your business, and have a team of a certain size and go on a certain trip, and whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's your dream host, maybe it's your dream life, maybe it's to help your kids go to the school that they want to go to, whatever. But what will it cost you a year from now? Where will you be a year from now? Will you have stayed at the same place? Will you have digressed? And I have something very real to tell you. You might think that you're in the same place, but if you haven't grown, you've digressed. You're either growing or you're dying. You don't usually stay at the same spot because what happens is exactly what I just said. Instead of growing, you've lost a little bit of that momentum. You've lost a little bit of that confidence. So you've actually digressed, which is that's why it is so much harder that when you decide to take a breather, when you're going towards your goals. And I know that I'm getting on my soapbox, but I I hope that you truly understand this all comes from a place of love because I've been in all these places and it frustrates me whenever I see someone say, well, I know that I have this big goal that I want to get after. Like, I get emails all day long about goals and about business ideas and things that people want to do, whether they're coaches or they have their own business, all the time. I'm going after this goal, but right now I have X, Y, and Z going on in my life, so I just need to press pause for a minute. Every single time I know what that equals to. That equals to momentum completely lost, that equals to a total lack of trust being built between the people that love you the most I'm saying this because I can, okay? I'm not I'm not your spouse. I'll tell you what they're thinking. Every time that you t- say, "Hey, sweetie, I'm going to do this X Y and Z in my business this year and I'm going to take us on the trip of a lifetime by the end of the year." And you t- tend to slow down when it gets to like 3 weeks into it every time or you're nowhere near that, there's trust that's being, you know, messed with there. I'm saying it because i love you and it's the freaking truth so if you ever wonder why your spouse maybe isn't as supportive you want as you want them to be maybe it's not on them maybe it's on you prove it to them show them i knew that i'd do that i never talked badly about my business to my husband and i always wanted to show him this hey honey by the way if you're a woman men are very visual creatures okay that's why they that's why they like some some curves and some they're very visual Tell them what you've accomplished. This is the rank that I am. This is how much money I brought in today. This is my plan for next week and this is how much money I'm gonna bring next week. This is my plan for next month. And this is gonna. Ha- this is what's gonna happen next month and stick to it. That's that's how, if you want their support, don't be negative because they wanna protect you and make shit happen. I'm serious. Like, it's as simple as that. Men are simple creatures. Not in a bad way, man, we're complicated. We're very complicated prove it to them. And it's same thing. If you have, if you have family members that are naysayers, listen, that's not new to me either. I'm very thankful. Andre's parents were super supportive. My parents had it in their head that I was going to be an architect and I was going to go to school. So how happy do you think they were that when I graduated with my bachelor's and I said, I wasn't going to go on to do my master's in architecture and I was going to be a coach online and in health and fitness, how happy do you think they were? But now looking back seven years later, they will tell you it was the best decision I ever made because I am the happiest, I would be miserable if I was doing that. So my happiness first, but I'm also, and I, I'm still friends and I see what the people that graduate with me, what their life looks like. And it's far different than what mine looks like. And I know that being under that umbrella of a boss would be very hard for me. So whenever I looked at that, I was looking at my life and it's exactly what I just described to you. I looked at my life one year down the road. Look at your life three years down the road, look at your life five years down the road. What does it look like? Because when I played that game, I saw exactly what I'm telling you, I talked. I thought, you know, I don't want to be that person that I'm working for a boss and I'm sitting in a tiny cubicle and I go see the same people standing by the same water cooler every day and every day is the same. I wake up at 7.30 and I get to my desk job at 9 and I leave at 5 and it's like the same rotation every single day and I just don't feel fulfilled. and taxing effect that that would have on me year after year after year. I knew that as a creative individual, I knew that and that what it would do on my relationship and not growing and not contributing in the way that I want to contribute and not being the confident person that I wanted to be and how that would play into my marriage and my happiness. And you know, I want to know the question that got me the most. It wasn't just what will it affect? Okay. What opportunities would you miss out on? in the next couple years, if you kept going with that same narrative, what opportunities would you miss out on? Where would you, Where would you never travel to? What would you never see? What would you never do? Who would you never meet? Maybe right now you're at a place where you are trying to build this life for you and your future family. And this is the thing that got me and I'm gonna share it with you and hopefully it can rattle you enough that you get your shit together if you haven't yet. But I was very much like, I'm a planner and I love to have things organized and I love to have things perfect, which is a curse a little bit, but I wanted things to be laid out and I wanted to see success in life before I built a, a life, a house and a family. So the person, when he said that, who will you never meet? Well, I already knew Andre and Andre was already stuck with me, but the person that I would never meet or the people that I would never meet would be my children. And that was really hard, it was like, that's what I'm causing. Like that's the ripple effect. Now I see it as the people that I would have never met are my greatest friends in this business. I would have had I given up on my business. I would have never met the Emily's and the Mandy's and the Kelsey's and some of my greatest friends in this business. And the people that were traveling to Turks and Caicos with next month, like I, I wouldn't, I would have never met them and they wouldn't have seen the success that they've seen and they wouldn't be able to pay that forward to their own teams and be doing their own vacations with their own teams and all of that selfish bs decision of well it's uncomfortable right now and i'm just going to take a step back because i have x y and z going on in my life right now really you're going to let that stop you from your next five years your next 10 years of your future if i would have kind of let go and succumb to that you know this is uncomfortable and I don't know if I can do it. There is no way that these huge big goals would be coming to fruition this year. This goal of building a home in Disney, there's no way that it would be happening. There's no way that we'd be able to play ball and make that happen. But I just think that it's very easy sometimes to look at what other people have and look at people that are achieving goals and think, okay, either one that was really easy for them or two yeah I can do that but like with minimal effort and like oh yeah that's that's the goal that I like the amount of messages that I've received from you guys of saying you know I want to build my dream home and I want to do this and I want to travel especially when we're here I get that message a lot I want to travel like you and I want to live that life well you know what buckle down and get to work I'm like that is the only tip I can give you and even if it feels like it's not moving forward now you will feel that momentum Movement creates momentum. You need to sit down and you need to get to work. And even when it feels hard, just know that you're out working the hundred other people that aren't working. And when it gets hard, that means that most people are going to turn back. So don't turn back, don't turn around, don't slow down because that's the hardest part of change is the discomfort. So I hope that this hit home with you. I hope that you took something from it. I hope that you had some sort of maybe an epiphany as to you know how to cut the BS, how to goal set, how to actually make this year a year. It's insane how many people, you'll even see it on this on this live call, like the amount of people that they start the year with such certainty and such like, yes, we're doing it and we're gonna goal set. We're gonna make things happen. even from that first video that I did on this channel about the goal setting that I did at the beginning of the year, where if you were on that, where were you then and where are you now? What have you done to bridge that gap of where you are now and where you wanna be? What have you done in the last four weeks? It's been about four weeks. What have you done? Where are you at? We're almost at the end of January. You're finishing your chapter one of 12 of 2020. What's it looking like? How's your momentum? And chances are you probably gotta gut check yourself now. Don't wait until December to be like, oh crap, maybe in January i will do better. Don't wait, you assess yourself now and get after it. But I just think that the reason why you want things needs to be greater than the BS fears of things that don't really matter that much. Like what are you after and what is the, the dream life that you want and the direction that you're headed in now might not at all be in line with that place that you want to be in. So think about that. I love the crap out of you guys. I always share this from a place of love. I really do hope that it helped you. I hope that you guys can have a discussion in the comments down below about this. Obviously, I will answer whatever questions that you have. Um, I plan on actually pausing this and recording a video. I'm going to share everything that's on my phone, so I'm going to kind of switch gears and share my apps and things that I'm doing for social media. So if you guys have questions about that in terms of business, I'll be sharing it on my main channel. And make sure that you're subscribed, obviously, to this page, because I often will do... I think every single video I've ever done on here has been a live premiere, which I love because then there's a chat that can happen that only the people on live can see, that only I can see, which I love. And I'm always on with you guys. And I just think it's so much more casual and real that way. So I really hope that this, I, I really hope this rattled you. I hope that it shook you up to the point where you're like, I've, I've got to make this happen. And you don't need some long drawn out plan. You don't need the right book. You just need to get to working to put your head down, make some some commitments and make a few sacrifices. I hate to say that, but I think that we can be really freaking entitled sometimes to be like, oh my God, but I'm like not having fun and this is really hard. It's supposed to be. And just keep thinking about that. Anytime that it gets uncomfortable a little bit, when 95% of people would turn back around or slow down or stop, you're gonna keep going. And that's what will make you great every single time. I love you guys. Comment down below with your questions. Please give this a thumbs up. If it hit home with you, let me know what hit home with you like what was a little bit earth shattering for you if you cried good and just know i believe in you guys and i love the shit out of you and i know that you can do this but the question is do you and if right now you do then i did my job so that's amazing and i will see you guys next time bye dudes